0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Motors for Disaster podcast. Um, today, we're joined by a very special guest, uh, Luke Granger. You now, some may call him the most underrated uh, person that, that we know. What do you think about that, Nav?
1: Uh, I think I've donned it for a long time, and some people say I say it so much that he's overrated, but I just don't think that's possible. Welcome, Lukey. His
2: voice is comp- oh, glad to be here.
0: That's good. So, um, well, Luke's been all dressed up for the occasion. Um, it's good to see. Obviously, you guys are listening, you can't see that, but um, we really love your spirit here. Anyway, um, let's get into it. So I think the first thing on our agenda is um, Luke loves nature. So talk us through that, you know, your love for nature.
2: Yeah, no, it just stemmed, I guess, from growing up. I used to love going outside a lot and I used to go to the zoo a fair bit. And that just sort of inspired me down the route of loving animals. And then obviously that led to more interest in nature, I guess.
1: So is that where you want to take your career, I guess, towards animals
2: or is it? 100%. What's the plan thought I've always thought that I wanted to do something I was going to really enjoy in the future. So that really inspired my interest towards animals and then looking into opportunities through that. So yeah, I'm hoping to get into something towards where I'll be able to work with animals, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, so you've got a bit of an interest in photography as well, I believe. Um, See, I've I've seen some of the amazing photos you've taken um obviously, you know, we can't show them right now, but we might might put them on the Instagram page if you don't mind. Yeah, no, it's all good.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I do in, I do enjoy a good bit of photography, which led me to to studio art, which is a bit bit weird. But no, it's good fun being in there with all the painters and all the actually talented kids. But no, I just sit there and take my photos. But no, I've, I've always enjoyed that. My grandpa used to do it as well. So that sort of inspired that as well. Yeah, that's a that's a good story. Photography
0: is a good thing, though.
2: Oh, yeah, it's,
1: 100%. It's really interesting, like, You can be a photographer and you can go into any hobby you like, whether it's at nature, like you said, or I know you've done a bit of sports photography for the Westbourne boys back in year nine.
2: Got a few photos of you two running around on grand final day.
1: Got to love a bit of that. But those are just hobbies, I guess. Uh, The big focus for you at the end of the day is what's coming up in 98 days,
2: isn't it? Oh, of course. Christmas. Like, how could we forget? Like... You've got to get ready. The lights are already starting to get put up. We're, we're getting set for a big occasion. Hopefully COVID's all gone by then. We'll be able to celebrate, get the boys together. But no, you've got to get excited for Christmas. I know for a what? fact yeah, that
1: good. he's known for having some of the best lights in his area. And how long does the effort take before to get to that stage?
2: Oh, it's been it's been a few years until this point where I've got a good amount of lights and then I've got a good system in place. I usually get Keegan over as well; he helps with me out with it. We, we didn't even take some lights off. We've already got sixteen hundred on the roof, but we're we're setting up for another big year. Yes,
0: yeah, so I've I've never heard of the ninety-eight day countdown before. Um, that's interesting. But it's yeah, Christmas, so, Aidan, you got to know
1: that kind of stuff. It just runs off the top of my head. It's
0: Christmas. They mind. Yeah. Um, anyway, on sport, so now I've mentioned that you've taken a few photos of us running around the footy field. You're not a bad footy player yourself. Talk us to that.
2: Yeah, no, some people don't think I'm too horrible, but no, I, I do enjoy a good no, bit of footy.
0: Don't but, sell yourself down here because, because I, I know that you did get invited to a few uh, League Best and fairest award nights. So so talk us through your career. Come on, it's a pretty good career.
2: Okay, okay. So I started at OzKick when I was three. Uh, that, then I peaked. I don't know if it was when I was five. It was around year one when me and Navi got to team up and take on the MCG. That was a very good performance. I'm sure you can remember fondly on that. Yeah,
1: that was a good day. That was the first time we were allowed to be on the same team, I remember. Yeah, it's
2: never, never been the same since. They've tried to keep us apart. Then I've then I played for uh, Werribee Centrals for I don't know how many years, but since under 10s. And I just really enjoyed making mates through that and having a good time. So it's the jam donuts keeping you there, I'm sure. Of, of course. The the jam donuts from the canteen, it's it's the one reason that no one could ever get me to move.
0: Yeah, I don't mind their chips and gravy either. Uh, we've played a lot of finals footy <laughs> there, and um, it, yeah, it's great great to have a nice jam donut and chips and gravy after the game. Yes, you know yeah. you're a
1: real local player when you start rating the canteen's foods from around the ground. <laughs> that's
0: that's, so that's
2: the top of local footy. Is, yeah. You start rating canteens, you know what to get.
0: So, well, it, your career hasn't... You know, it's been a good one, but... Having said that, you've had a couple of injuries along the way, mainly the shoulder. Um, the it's shoulder, not quite reliable, is it?
2: Oh, it's all right now, but it, it did me dirty in the past. It's it's not been yes. I didn't have a Sam Metcalf performance luckily. I didn't I didn't roll around crying on the ground. I I got up with my shoulder and ran off the bench so I could get another player on. <laughs> but that there was a game no, of that, actually, I remember that
0: moment and that, that was, yeah, yeah, that was
2: yeah. It was pretty crazy. That was the second time it blew out, that was you, just, you were just one. rolling just, around just trying right to right. pop it back in. Yeah, when you blow your shoulder out, it's only painful while it's actually out. So once you get it back in, it's pretty fine. So I just wanted to jam it back in as quick as possible and then get off. Yeah, so, so I, I did that? I
0: a lot of people have heard that, that it's only painful when it's out. But I, I haven't done too many injuries myself. I don't, don't like to go near the ball too much when there's a few players around. But I, I remember that moment pretty clearly because... You popped it out and this was the second time. So you you kind of, you were level-headed, you knew what to do and you just popped it straight back in and then just run off. I thought that was amazing.
2: It's not, yeah, the third time was a lot worse, I will say, because that time it was taped up, the third one, and it was finals footy against Spotswood in Wyndham Vale. End of the first quarter and it's popped out and then the tapes kept it out so I couldn't jam it back in. So I had it dislocated, ran off the field with it. Then I had to take an ambulance to the hospital, and then they had to take the tape off with it still dislocated. That was that was very painful. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that, no, that Pretty painful. Did you get yeah. the green whistle at least? <laughs> you get some bad experience.
1: Did you get the yeah. green whistle? Yeah, it
2: gives, it gives you stories. Oh, I did. I did get the green whistle, and I got got the morphine on it. <laughs> it was it was nice. It's a handy So word in the
0: past. In the past, you know, you've you've had a few different different things with different girls, um, and the ladies seem to like that, Now the ladies seem to like you a lot. So can you give us and our listeners some advice on how to attract the ladies? I,
2: I don't think I'm in a position to do this sauce, but no, you just, no, I think you are. Just be a nice person, just in general. Like, just, I don't know, I don't know if it's, if it's that simple, but if you're just friendly, if you interested in them like learn about them try and like develop a good relationship try and be close with them yeah he's going on a I'm school like a trip to Cambodia a good option is that a tactic yeah option? yeah if, if you're bored um <laughs> no 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 you gotta you gotta have experiences you that's the only way you learn in life you experience things you learn so yeah
1: no. and every experience is worth it you don't know this yet but you bachelor the week and you're selling yourself oh. short honestly you are because I know for a fact, you're one of the most modest people I've ever met. Aiden thinks he's modest, but you're <laughs> tenfold better
2: than him at that. And I don't know oh, what modest
1: really is. So
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Have you seen him run? He is an absolute specimen. He sells himself short okay, so much. Aiden. Okay, no need to pump up Aiden's ties today. He does that enough. No,
0: but I think the real question here is... Do guys out there need your looks to get the woman, or can they just get it from being a good bloke like you?
2: Oh, absolutely, they do not need the looks. Like you see me at the moment, especially—I look like I've come straight off the street or out of the bush or something. Like you, just—I'm oh, digging the beard, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great, but uh, I'll rock with it. I don't mind it. No, so you, we'll you, have can, a you don't of need looks like just... there. Yeah. No, if you just—if you got a good personality, if you. Happy to chat a lot. You've got a good sense of humour. You'll find someone.
0: Yeah, that, that's good advice. So we'll come back to Bachelor of the Week a little bit later. Um, but the NFL's just started up, and we know you're has, a big fan of the NFL. So who, who do you support in the NFL for our listeners? I'm,
2: I'm a big Seattle Seahawks fan, big time. Had a big win um, in week one? Absolutely. I got up at 3 a.m. on it for it. It was very worthwhile, though. I was worried we'd lose and I'd hate myself, but no, uh, good win. Letting Russell Wilson cook, it's good to see.
0: And how do you think they're going to go this season?
2: I'm saying Super Bowl. I'm 100% saying Super Bowl. We're Chiefs we're Chief Seahawks Super Bowl, Seattle winning. 100%.
0: That's big. That's a, a bowl prediction. That's,
2: that, like that's my cool. words. <laughs> Come back to this podcast and it'll haunt me when we go like 1 and 15 the rest of the year.
0: See, <laughs> uh, so you, so you sold yourself short, but you definitely haven't sold your team short. That's, I,
2: I love my that's team. Like. I love my Seahawks. <laughs> Says something about passion, your passion there, yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. Nav loves a bit of passion, doesn't he?
1: Oh, I love a bit of passion. I'm all for it, lads. You know me. Um, but Luke, the big question on everyone's yes. lips: How long can the
2: beard get? <laughs> mm, I'm I'm thinking, Homb. Nah, uh, <laughs> Mr. Homburg link. That's a good. Nah. It'll. It probably won't get much longer than this. So it's starting to get a little bit bushy, but it's it's uh, Starting to get a little bit rumors annoying. You're just trying to dress up as Santa this year. That's the aim. That, that rumour has been floated and there has been much debate of me having to die at white if we <laughs> did a bed or something and that's still in the air so it still may
0: happen. Uh, it's big. That'd, be, that'd be a good start, I reckon. Luke Granger is Santa. Maybe he is. Maybe all this time <laughs> we've been told you know Santa's this, this, this mystery guy that no one knows but all this time it's been Luke Granger. There's another conspiracy theory for you, Nev.
1: Well, I believe it. He's, he's just so quiet about how he goes about it. It's brilliant.
0: Well, it's definitely more likely than the earth being flat. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Luke knows Anyway, you've done a bit oh, of uh, Aus- Sorry, you, you go. Oh, I
2: enjoyed listening to that last week. <laughs> just hearing Navi go on about it. It's good.
0: Anyway, um, you've done a bit of Auskick coaching. Um, what, what was that experience like You know, working with younger kids, doing a bit of coaching is it something you want to do in the future?
2: Oh, I Potentially I might, it was, it was a lot of good fun because I was doing it with one of my best mates as well and we just had a lot of fun with it it was, it was chaotic to say the least because the kids loved us they'd like chases around all day so it was good for my fitness and agility it that was helpful for footy season but no, it's a good experience I'd, I'd highly recommend it, just get involved in your local centres do whatever you can to help out
0: Yes, yeah, me. that's, you know, that's just good. that's just one of the things that makes Luke such a good bloke. But uh, I remember doing Auskick and, um, it was, you know, it was a bit of fun. But getting up on a Saturday morning, you know, at 8.30, there'd be dew on the grass, it'd be cold, you know, it's like 11 degrees. I remember wearing my long sleeves and, and anyone who knows me, that's a bit of a trait for me, the long-sleeved top. Quite early, um, So I don't know if I'm going to go back and, and do those early morning sessions, but no, that, that's really good.
1: I remember Oz Kick were my favourite days because obviously it'd be Luke. There was a couple of other Worry boys back then that used to be around the joint and used to run a mark. And those oranges after Oz were
2: amazing. The oranges and the cordial, you couldn't beat it. Hey,
0: Nav.
1: Hey, Aiden.
0: What day is it today?
1: Uh, it's the 18th of September. Nothing special.
0: Yeah, you're right. There's nothing special about today.
1: Oh, wait. It's Geordie's birthday. Oh,
0: is it really? I didn't realise that.
1: No, well, nothing special.
0: I, I suppose we, we should wish him a happy birthday. Do we have uh, to- Nothing too big. That's do just another to- day in the life, isn't it? Do we have to? Yeah, look. I think we should. All just
1: right. out of courtesy. Right, you do yeah, it. I don't want to. That is. Uh,
0: happy birthday, Geordie. Hope you have a good one, nicer.
1: Yeah, that's about enough. You've had a bit of a coaching role this year, as well, in Touch Rugby.
2: <laughs> touch Rugby? Oh, boy. <laughs> coach? Not sure about that.
1: Oh, well, we did have to coach half
0: the team. Oh,
2: yeah, I, was, like... I was just coaching Source to pass me the tries for a change. i oh, the tries this season.
0: Well, if you don't remember, Tipo, you know, he's not all there. Sometimes doesn't rock up. Sometimes that's has to leave early. We yeah. just left the bees game early and just... I just was done with this shit. But no, But you, you were the captain of the touch team this year. And it was actually very unfortunate that we couldn't play the season out because we only played three games in the end. Um, and that last game was against St. Leonard. So we won that game so easy. I'm going to count that as a grand final win. But just really unfortunate that you couldn't captain the team to an official uh, win.
1: You should have been there on the last day holding the trophy up for us. Don't know what it's a wrong.
2: shame, but I think amongst ourselves, we definitely know that we were the true champions. We were untouched, especially in those last two seasons. We were so far above the rest of the competition. It was just unfair. COVID had to come and stop us because nothing else was. Well,
1: we need your honesty here.
2: Did we ever need Lucas uh, Cameron? He was a star. He was definitely a star player. And we, we could I mean, deal with Adam this success- year. We had success without him, but I think any team is made better by having a star player on the outside like Lucas Cameron.
0: Oh, but I want to ask you, right? Now, you love to sell yourself short, but don't don't sell yourself short here, right? In Back in when Lucas Cameron was in the team, right, he was the starting winger and you started on the bench. How did that make you feel? Did you think you were better than him?
2: I believe that that experience shaped me into being the captain I was eventually to become because I was able to learn behind one of the greats. It's
1: Tell me another person answer. that's going to answer like that. Girls, if you're out there, listen to this. Oh, you can't write this. Just amazing.
0: <laughs> okay, so moving on from that, um, it, well, still in touch rugby, but moving on from school. If COVID permits in the summer... Will you join a touch team with Navi, myself, and the old game?
2: Of course. I think we've we've spoken a lot about this in the past. We had uh, me, Navi, Luke Troller, and Lucas down the at uh, what soldiers resort? Not soldiers. Churnside. Churnside one day. We were talking about the potential of it, and I think it's a very very good idea. It excites me a lot. I think we'd be able to go a long way
0: with it. I love how you've brought Luke Troller into that, and he can just sit on the bench. That's all good. <laughs> like like he did year ten. But yep. no, no. <laughs> Really good days. It'd be really good to to play a bit of touch over summer and to, to regain that premiership that we we missed out on this year. Mm-hmm.
1: While we're on the so. topic of touch, still, do you remember that St Leonard's grand final in Year Ten, Luke?
2: That, that was a painful, painful day.
1: Okay, do you remember what happened between me and Aiden? I don't.
0: I remember. don't no, I don't think so. Okay, I, I could swear, I could swear that you, Navi, were like going up and. Not taking touch of something, I, I can't. You, you like, you weren't taking yeah. touch. Something like that, and I got real pissed off of that.
2: I feel like the listeners need need to know what happened, Aiden. Just. Yeah, you guys, you guys need to break down this story because it's it's I, been <laughs> it's been a big god. thing.
0: I think Granger, do you remember
2: the fight? I don't remember it vividly, but I remember it happening distinctly and thinking, "Oh god, here we go. This could you be bad." What? You guys got past it pretty quick.
0: I I think. I think it'll be better for the listeners if we get a, a third-person third 3rd story of the fight. So, give us your best recount of the fight between Navi and I.
2: Okay, we're throwing back here a while, but I think was it, it was at halftime, I want to say. Well, there was a part of it at halftime, yeah. and we, we were dripping. It was a warm, warm day out in St. Leonard's. Them all wearing their little tops with their old numbers on them. And we've both, we've all come off. I think me and Luke trial were already on the bench, just sitting, holding the waters for you guys. And I've, hand, I've ended Aiden here, and then now he's come over, and then Aiden's out, just starts yelling at him. I don't know what he was saying, but he was not happy with the way he'd been doing something out there. That's all I can remember.
0: Tell you what, we lost that game by one try, and we got. We got so close. I'm not I'm not gonna blame this on Navy now, but we got so close that day and that just fueled the next two years.
1: We all know why we lost. It was that first pass away that they did at the start of the second that ruined mm-hmm. our lives. Just
0: broke. And back. whose defensive fault was that?
1: Lucas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it didn't it get um, run
1: through two <laughs> centers? <laughs> it got run between me and Kiara. It was the worst thing that's ever happened to us.
0: But that, that taught us not to shoot out because I, I think we, cause that had never happened before. Mm. So we kind of just took for granted that you could just go take the first touch and then come back. And so the other people weren't aware, but the people on the side of, of NAV needed to, to be aware that, that they were going to run around. Um, but that's a, you live and you learn, I guess.
1: And I remember Cass White broke that argument up. And then after the game, me and Aiden were all just best mates and Cass was shocked <laughs> at what was happening.
0: Yeah, look. I, yeah, I do remember that because Cass just couldn't believe that we could have a fight like that, and then even in like the second half, we were alright again.
1: It was, there were, it it was pretty me. fiery. I remember it. It was we were getting pretty close. I thought I thought I might have to throw a punch here.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It, at the end of the day, that life's bigger than than a grand final. And even though Navi fucked it up for all of us, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's all good. He was he was touch all star that year, which. Was, he yeah, he was. was. Oh, we never hear the end of I, that, was. do we? That was questionable. He's just got the flashy boots.
1: Oh, blue boots. Get him off. Turn it up, boys. Turn it up. But this isn't about that's me.
0: Right. This is about that's, Luke. That's a, a lot of talk we'll about get. touch. That's a lot of talk about touch. Let's circle back around to Bachelor of the Week. We promised it earlier. Um, let's go. So, I, we've said a lot about you, Luke. And we've tried to talk you up. And you've tried to sell yourself short. You've tried to be too modest, right? And I know that's one of your traits, but you've shown that off already. So let's hear from you now. You give us your best trait.
2: My best trait. I in, I enjoy having fun or finding ways to have fun in shittier experiences. I like going on adventures and just having a good time outside. We love hearing that. And you have your peas, don't you now? I I do have my P's. I have an absolute bomb of a car, but it it does the job. That's an experience in itself. Oh, exactly.
0: Set players, what more do you want? On the 28th of September, when we can leave our 5K radius. I don't even know if we can on the 28th of September. Anyway, (laughs) um, you've got your car. So any ladies who, who want to be driven around, you know, hit Luke up. But seriously, in all honesty... Uh, he sells himself short. He's really modest. You know, I've said that like five times now. But he's a ripper bloke. And as Nav would say, he's so underrated. Um, and look, Nav's just going to give a bit of a spiel about him. And we'll chuck him on our socials.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, Luke is definitely one of the best blokes I've met. And I don't know how someone hasn't already snapped him up. But I can tell you one thing for sure. His DMs are going to be flooded. If he takes a bit of time to respond to you, it's not him. It's our fault. I know our fans are very loyal and love hitting up the Bachelor of the Week. So, be prepared, Lukey.
0: <laughs> well, all right. Anyway, um, that's pretty much all we've really got time for um, in this episode. But it's been really good to chat with you, Luke. Um, and, yeah, I haven't seen you in person for a while, but really good to, to catch up, even if it's on Zoom. Um, and, yeah.
2: Cheers, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to both of you. I've been enjoying the episodes and it's it's an absolute honour to be finally featured on one.
0: All right. And so much. that's it for tonight's episode. Um, and that's Motives for Disaster. <laughs>